Welcome to the MHI Cast, the show where we talk to the industry's best minds to uncover their supply chain stories. We explore real-world case studies and get unique perspectives on key trends and emerging technologies from every corner of the material handling, logistics, and supply chain space. Businesses realize the tremendous benefits that sustainability in the supply chain brings from not only increasing efficiency and decreasing costs, but also product innovation, a greener economy, and of course, reducing our carbon footprint. So with us today are leaders working with companies that are planting those seeds of sustainability in the supply chain. We have Scott Somerville, President and CEO of Mitsubishi Electric Automation. Evan Van Hook, Chief Sustainability Officer for Honeywell International. We have David Suarez, Business Development Manager at OneCharge, and of course, Kristen Delfos, Head of Communications and Public Affairs at Dematic. Our first question is for you, Kristen. Environmental, Social and Governance, or ESG, is known to attract top talent and is now playing a critical role in setting policies towards a corporate sustainable initiative. How does your company prioritize it? So we really prioritize ESG for three reasons. One, it's the right thing to do. The second is our customers are asking for it. And three, our employees are asking for it. So as we look at how companies have evolved over time from things like sustainability and reducing carbon footprint, and now taking that further to creating diverse workforces, giving back to the communities, ultimately just all engaged in creating a more sustainable way of working with our clients, having our employees contribute, and ultimately making a greater planet. So it's something that's grown over time, and we look at ESG from three perspectives, our products, our processes, and then the planet. It's interesting. Not only are you taking into account what the customers want, but also what your employees want, and that's admirable. With that in mind, tell me, in terms of your product, how are you managing to bring sustainability into the supply chain? Sure. So in terms of our products, we've got a lot of great team members that are constantly looking at ways of innovating, increasing efficiency in the warehouse, looking at the workplace and creating environments where there's less noise, there's less water being used, less electricity being used. That's really what we're focused on with a lot of our products. When it comes to reducing our footprint or our processes, that's where we're looking across our supply chain. We're looking at our operational footprint. We're looking at the way that we tie our global operations together to reduce that carbon footprint. We are contributing to the UN sustainable goals and those future climate indicators. So everything that we're doing, we're tracking and measuring to make sure that we are increasing efficiencies in those processes. So it seems like your employees are motivated to bring this change as well. How important do you think it is to have them on board to create that domino effect that ushers in sustainability? Our employees want to work in a culture where they know that sustainability and the future of the planet is at the forefront of what leaders are thinking about. We've had groups in the UK where we've had employees really get together and say, Why do we have all these paper cups? Why is there so much bottled water in the cafe or in meetings? And they created the program. And because they knew that it was important to the leaders, they were able to create a presentation, a business case, and show the value of having mugs that were given out to all employees and and water fountains that were installed to really reduce the consumption of bottled water, which sounds like a really small thing. But when you start multiplying that across all the locations that we have, number one, it feels organic. It feels like employees can have their voices heard and can make a difference. But it's also a really important story that then we can share and get other employees motivated about thinking, hey, 
any one person in this organization can bring a great idea and we're going to take it seriously and it makes a difference for our planet, for our company, and ultimately for the bottom line, then we're going to take it seriously and we're going to run with it. Amazing. Let's turn this up a notch from employees to the organization. And I would say that this next question is for you, Evan. Would you say a more sustainably efficient company helps the customers as well? It's become more and more clear that a key component of operating well as a company is to operate both efficiently and with a strong view towards the sustainability of your entire presence. And that's both your internal operations, your interactions with your community, but then for a company like Honeywell, that's an engineering and an innovation company, increasingly it is tied also into your products. So you're making things cleanly, but the things you're making are helping your customers reduce their environmental footprint as well. So you're helping the customers reduce their environmental footprint as well as ushering in a new green economy by creating new products. So tell us, Evan, how prepared do you think we are for this future? You know, I've got a little farm in upstate New York and my neighbor is really working very hard on sort of sustainable agriculture. And one of the things he's very interested in is solar farms with agriculture under the farm. So even a farmer is very involved in this new green economy. So it's, it, I think it's going to be just a, a very exciting pathway. And I really do think that policymakers and educators have got to completely tune into that and get that workforce ready. Yes, and that is very exciting. And this does lead to product innovation that helps in the creation and adoption of new technology. David, uh, what space are you looking out for in terms of sustainable technology? What excites me about the future of sustainability is the autonomous mobile robot space. Um, they're doing some very technical work, and then they're also doing some large center uh, fuselage for like Boeing and, and some of these other large companies, right? So you get to see an automation piece and sustainability piece across the manufacturing of, of airplanes, or you see the sustainability and commitment across, you know, large Fortune 1000, Fortune 500 customers, our, our, our companies, and really that adds to our community, I think, and really helps us as, uh, you know, customers of those companies pick who we want to buy from and pick who we want to support. So I'm excited about that. I'd like to turn the attention now to Scott because one of the most exciting things that Mitsubishi has managed to do in terms of sustainability is an initiative, and it's an amazing one, where you're moving to have a net zero carbon footprint by the year 2050. And in fact, I know that you're also taking inbound corrugated cardboard and you're shredding it to use it as dunnage in outbound shipments. This is an amazing idea, Scott. What have you been able to achieve with this? So what we've been able to do is eliminate 2,500 pounds of plastic and microplastic is extremely pervasive in the environment. In fact, it's recently shown up in the human bloodstream, which quite frankly is kind of scary that we're getting to that point. But we've eliminated 2,500 pounds of plastic. We are estimating that we will reduce our carbon footprint by about 68,000 pounds. And on top of everything, our damage claims for shipments have been reduced because of the protective quality of this shredded corrugated as dunnage, and we've saved about $30,000 in hard costs. So this is a great example of how environmental sustainability initiatives can not only be good for the environment, but can be good for the bottom line. 
And I'm just extremely proud of our organization, specifically our logistics team, for coming up with this idea and implementing this initiative. And how do you promote this type of creativity in your workplace? We are creating an innovative environment, and we're extending that to well beyond solution development in terms of what we sell to customers. So the fact that this innovative solution came out of our logistics department, I think, is an example of how we're trying to extend innovation throughout the organization and focus on sustainability goals. Well, as we draw to a close, I want to thank you very much for listening to this installment of MHI Cast, and a very special thank you to all of you, Scott, David, Evan, and Kristen, for your insights into sustainability into our supply chains. If you're looking for more sustainable solutions, you should come and join us at Promat 2023 in March. It happens in Chicago. Register now at promatshow.com. At MHI, we never stop exploring new opportunities to help you take your manufacturing and supply chain operations to the next level of success. Thanks for making us part of your professional development journey.